Welcome to Stall Warning, a show talking all things lacrosse. I am your host, Panchito Ojeda, and joining me today is 101 Lacrosse Northern California Director, John Murray. John, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good, Ponch. How about yourself? I am infinitely less smoky than you, so... <laughs> I hope so. Yes, there's no fires that I know of in my area. Um, how are you guys holding up with uh, all the fire action out there? It's been a crazy week for everyone out here. Um, for those of you living under a rock, um, California has been on fire for the past week and a half. It uh, started with a thunderstorm that rolled through, which was probably the first thunderstorm I've seen out here. Um, and it's not thunderstorms back east that are cool for a little bit. This was pretty scary. Um, and the lightning caused a lot of, uh, vegetation fires throughout that merged into a giant fire in the East Hills of Napa. Um, it's been pretty crazy week. Yeah. I mean, my heart goes out to everyone who lives out there. Uh, 2020, as I've said, in a couple of different things, it's been relentless and, you know, no different for Californians right now. Uh, but just very fortunate to see that it hasn't gotten any worse than it is and it's hope that our our first responders can get this under control and uh big thanks to them for being out there to do it it's uh it's tough so but you know you guys don't come to this podcast to to listen to that obviously you know we just wanted to kind of acknowledge what's going on there um and then you know this podcast is about lacrosse and, and talking about it so um before we hop into to some heavy lacrosse stuff you know what are you what have you been doing this past weekend anything fun um you know with all the smoke and everything it's been inside um been watching the new Zach Efron Netflix show where it's like the healthy lifestyles around the globe uh, with my fiance. It's been pretty interesting stuff. We've switched our water intake. We've gone from like a purified water LaCroix only to uh, mineral water now, which is supposed to be healthier for you. Um, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. We're on like day three of it so far. Yeah. Are, are you Are you more thirsty? Um, I would say just, just as thirsty. I've been drinking, trying to drink more water, uh, bought a bunch of Evian from Safeway. Of course, it's the more expensive water is the healthier water, but I don't know. Giving it a shot. Never, never done this before. It's been straight pulling springs for me, my go-to water. Um, but we're going to switch it up. I guess, I guess call me cheaper. I don't know, but I'm a straight tap water guy. Um, I, I have recently tried out some LaCroix, and I can tell you that stuff is like uh, is like candy. I will suck that stuff down like nothing. But uh, I try to limit my intake of the LaCroix to uh, a minimal amount. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, well, you watched a show, and I chopped down a tree. So just call me Abe Lincoln, baby. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it was just good. You know, owning a home is, is fun, but as you well know, it's also uh, – I, I don't. I'm still renting. I'm on that renter life. Rent renting's not so bad. It's not so bad. That's so bad. You know who cut down our trees? So landlord. I gave them a ring. It's like, hey, we need to get these bushes controlled and I just sat inside. Oh, that's good. That was fun. Did you enjoy watching them just, just get after it? <laughs> yeah. I well, did. It was it was a hot week. I did not want to be out there. Yeah, do you do you go outside when it's above eighty? I try not to. As you know, I am. I get very upset and cranky when it gets too hot out here, which is all the time in California. 
Yeah, Lord knows one on one practice definitely uh, takes <laughs> every single time we plan it. Um, no, that's great. So, but let's talk about lacrosse. Let's talk about good news first. Uh, the the best thing that's happened in, in a while. The Iroquois Nationals have been admitted into the World Games uh, after a lot of petitioning from a variety of folks. And I don't know about you, but I was thrilled to see this news. It's uh, it's just it was a, a shame that they had to do this at all. Um, but ultimately, cooler heads prevailed, and we and we got to the right solution. So I'm pretty thrilled about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it was crazy news. <laughs> Seeing them like Iroquois is a top three national team. You know, it's, it's basically if you had to watch three teams play lacrosse on the national level, it's Canada, USA, Iroquois team. Those guys are all must watch um, for the games. And they're really only three contenders. I mean, Iroquois is a little bit of a long shot, but, you know, it's those three and kind of everyone else right now. So to not have them admit it just from like a skill standpoint is really dumb. And then you get into the whole like history of the game and stuff like that. It's just. It was, it was, yeah. I'm glad this got taken care of as quickly as it did. Yeah, me too. You know, and uh, regardless of the talent, to your point, the history of the game, um, and it's just, yeah, I just hope we can get to a place where we don't have to have these conversations all the time. You know, I mean, we just saw another police shooting in Wisconsin. Uh, this presents another uh, situation where we have lots more discussion on this, and I just hope that people can start to have open and honest conversation about the realities of these situations. And um, the Iroquois National being a, a very kind of close to our heart situation um, that we saw we saw social injustice, um, just just the reality of, of life. Uh, I would encourage anyone who gets a chance to check out Kyle Davitt's Lacrosity. He had a great uh, newsletter on this. I said this in the last pod. Uh, he really summed it up very well and touches on kind of social justice and just creating equality across the board that um, that will make for a better life for, for all. Um, but so the, the Iroquois Nationals admitted that's great stuff. Now let's talk about something that's not as great. Uh, we saw on InsideLacrosse.com that NYIT reported that they are canceling athletics, all athletics, for the next two years at minimum. We also saw the University of Iowa recently uh, cancel varsity sports. Uh, I believe it was men's and swimming, men's and women's swimming and diving, men's tennis, and uh, one other sport that's escaping me right now. I might have been men's volleyball. I'm not sure. Uh, and then Stanford, prior to that, had also uh, canceled a few sports. Uh, so the question is, you know, what, John? What do you think? Do you think non-revenue sports should be nervous about their long and short-term futures? Yeah, I mean, obviously, short term, um, they're nervous. I mean, if you're not making money and you're you're in the red, it's it's not a good place to be. Um, so I would definitely be nervous long term. I'm feeling like this is going to turn around, and hopefully, these teams get their sports back. But I mean, you never know. It's not it's not as easy as like you cut a team one year and you get it back the next. There's a long process to getting teams at the college level. Um, so yeah, I would definitely be nervous. Yeah, so I, I think for sure nervousness is, is definitely something important. And, and John Paul and a variety of other folks have uh, tweeted about this. But, you know, they said, you know, every non-revenue sport should be kind of watching their P's and Q's. But I think also, uh, I think the short-term pain of what could be canceled could end up being a long-term game for lacrosse. 
you know, one of the big things hindering the growth of men's lacrosse at the Division One level has been Title Nine, and and let me be let me be clear on this. I'm an avid supporter of Title Nine in the sense that I believe in equality for both genders. Uh, what has happened is, in practice, it has has really uh, created some difficulties for some sports. Yes. The spirit of the law is not what we don't like about it. It's obviously right. well meant, but it's just not well enforced. Right, the practicality is, is difficult, and and ultimately football players needs to be not included in in Title Nine because it's a generate a revenue generating sport. But uh, you know the the long term game could be maybe if some of these sports do get um uh you know discontinued at these universities, then you know maybe men's lacrosse gets to be the one they add back because of its popularity. So you know, for me, I think like from a from a short term standpoint, every non revenue short sport should be nervous. And I think men's lacrosse should be nervous. I mean, Furman cut their program. That was real. I mean, I could see other programs also getting cut. That That's a real possibility. But I think maybe in the long term, do you see it the way I do, that there's a possibility lacrosse might end up adding more programs down the road? I mean, that's definitely a glass half full look at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I know you're definitely the more optimistic guy on this podcast. Um, but I, I mean, I see it. Like, if it's cut, it's a long road to getting back. I, I feel like it wouldn't just be as easy as um, getting teams back. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not simple. Like, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen anything else, but the road to getting a Division One team is exceptionally difficult. And it's so funny. I talk to people all the time who think that, you know, because I'm coach of Tech now, and they're like, oh, is Tech adding a team? I'm like, I doubt it. But... You know, they just assume because if our club team's good, like, well, if the club team's good, that'll definitely translate into uh, them wanting a team. And I'm like, I don't think that they care about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, non-revenue. I'm pretty sure the school doesn't care about it. Yeah, it's all dollars and cents, right? So, yeah. Um, don't yeah, make it's, dollars, it's, it don't make sense. <laughs> scary stuff, but, uh, but hopefully it's something that we can all get through. Um, I know there's been... A lot of changes at the, at the academic level uh, for colleges, and and it's a, a new world. But hopefully, we'll find a way forward. Yeah, is tech uh, going to be in person or is it online? We are in a hybrid model, so it's uh, a bit of both. So, bit of both. so both. Yeah, and we and we have we are currently set to be practicing this fall, although we have restrictions on what we're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like non-contact, you know, we have to be socially distant. Um, our players do not are not required to wear masks at practice, masks at practice while practicing, but they have to wear them to them from basically anytime they take their helmet off, they have to wear it to them from. And then when they are getting ready, they have to get ready six feet apart. So it's you know the honestly you know this wasn't in our conversation, but something that's come up for me that I think is very important is you know I I was a big guy on like everyone gets a touch right like when you come off the field give everybody a touch give them a little a fist bump a mm-hmm. high five a whatever, you know, and uh, I still believe in that. And so a lot of times I, I believe in those huddles. I believe huddles are very important. I believe that that camaraderie that's achieved by just being next to your teammates and being kind of in their space um, and sharing that that sort of tight space is something that is a big part of what develops that family culture. You know, and we'll like on, on important days, a lot of times I'll do this thing where we'll instead of huddling, like kind of normally huddle, we'll all huddle in a big circle and we'll put arms around each other's shoulders and then we'll kind of talk about something that's important 
you know, for instance, we had that on to celebrate um, 9-11 and all the people who rescued uh, and saved lives and all those who gave their life in the name of freedom. Um, you know, we talk about that. And then, you know, when Coach Jackson from Oregon passed away, you know, we had a huddle for that. And, you know, when when Vian Coetzer, uh, 2018 grad of tech passed away. We did it then. And those moments are, are huge for kind of that sense of like, there's something bigger than just lacrosse here. This is, this is family. This is love. This is, this is brotherhood. And I don't know how we're going to get that same feeling without that kind of integration of touch, um, into our huddles, but I guess we'll figure it out. Any suggestions? <laughs> I mean, that's the million dollar question everyone's been trying to answer is how you coach in this environment now. I mean, we battled it all summer at 101, um, coaching from a distance. I always say that there's two kinds of kids where there's like a kid you can say like, hey, change up your shot and they'll do it the next shot. And then there's kids you have to physically go and like move their arms so they're stepping with the right foot. They're shooting with the right motion. Um, so that presented a big challenge and then you know the whole team camaraderie stuff is is tough when you got to be apart but i imagine you're just gonna have trouble keeping them apart (laughs) they're gonna want to you know do what they've always done and they'll just be screaming six feet apart yeah i mean uh, (laughs) at the end of the day the lacrosse is probably the safest place they're gonna be all day i mean they're gonna make they're in college i mean just think about the decisions they're making uh, oh my god yeah I, i can't even fathom what what is going on i mean Shoot, we were at my. We went out to eat last night and sat outside, and we're watching people walk down the street in Blacksburg. And you know, they're all wearing masks, which is great. Um, you know, but they're all sitting, they're all walking just right next to each other, like you know, like you normally would. And uh, I, I applaud them for wearing masks. They all wore masks, which was awesome. But it's just, it's just a reality. It's difficult. We're it's the type of people we are. Um, I'm sure we're not the only place that's having this. So. Um, but anyway, so let's let's take a, a look at something else that's going to be affected by this, which is that, you know, there's lots of rumors about what's going to happen with recruiting, fall recruiting in particular. And I've heard some rumors that there may be no Division One recruiting until 2021. I don't know if that's the case or not, but let's just let's just be hypothetical that it does happen. You know, what do you think the effect is for the 2021 class? Because they're 2021s and 2022s, right? They're the ones that are going to kind of be yeah. under recruiting. I mean, it's... They have a lot of obstacles in front of them, this 2021 class. They have the entire college lacrosse of 2020 getting another year of eligibility. We still don't really know how that's impacting recruiting classes. Um, They had their junior season um, either cut short or canceled completely. Um, So that's a lot of um, tape, a lot of development um, that they were kind of left on their own for. Um, some of them were able to get some games in your, your top level guys were able to get games in this summer at these top level recruiting events, but other guys were not. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. And if that's, if the recruiting is delayed, maybe we'll give them more time to get out and get seen. But uh, a lot of obstacles for this 2021 and 2022 class, uh, we don't really know how it's going to affect them yet. Yeah, it's it's insane just to think about <laughs> not getting these recruited. Kids, and, these seniors all, may not have even taken an SAT yet, and they don't even know how that's going to like impact their college 
process. Well, it sounds like a lot of them are, are a lot of schools are, are waiving the SAT, ACT, ACT yeah. requirement. Like, like tech that's going to be good. like, that's going to be crazy with admissions and like how that's going to affect that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think it's a, I think it's a difficult process. Does that make it more competitive? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, there's so many question marks with these, with these guys. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I don't know. I think it's going to be one of those things where we're going to see coaches need need to fill their rosters, right? That that's just a fact, and they need good mm-hmm. players, so they're going to find you somewhere. But just what the process will be, like you know, all these events that are happening, are they going to keep? Are they going to keep happening? Is there going to be a long term change to this kind of more virtual world? You know, I think those are things that we have to look at and see and know. And I think we're all trying to navigate that. What does that process look like? What are the next steps for that? How do we best support our athletes? Um, and getting to that collegiate level, whether it be Division One, Two, or Three, you know, and and really, you know, the, the hard part is that everyone's like, well, Division Three can still recruit. It's like, yeah, but now everyone's just waiting longer, right? So, like, if you're a 2022, you're thinking like, I'm holding out for Division One, maybe, and you're not committing one way or the other, and so now everyone has to recruit a little bit longer. Everything's a little bit more delayed, and. You know, gosh, I'm just glad they had passed the the rule by now about you know first contact date September one of junior year. That was important. So, um, mm-hmm. any other thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nutty. I'm 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 hoping kids don't fall through the cracks. I'm sure it's gonna happen. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we we will see. So. Uh, if you haven't followed us on social media, you should, uh, you just, we just announced today a winner of the PL epics Redwood shaft. Uh, John, you got any guesses on who won that? I did. And I saw, I saw the Instagram. I was checking my oh, phone. You saw, you saw already? Yeah. Oh, nice. You checked your phone during the pod. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta stay up to date. It is. It is good. So congratulations to Hillary Hauser. Uh, she has three kids who play for one-on-one lacrosse, Josie. Uh, well actually just two now, Josie and Luke. Josie is a junior. I believe I could be wrong by a year on that. And Luke is a freshman. And, uh, Sophia just graduated high school and is attending university of Dallas and her just went to school. I think her first day of school was on Monday. Um, so congratulations to the Housers. uh, I'm curious which kid is going to get it. You know, yeah. It's gonna be I mean, it's a, it's a it's a boy's shaft, so. <laughs> yeah, they had their own little like uh, PLL uh, contest in their house. It was fun to uh-huh. watch on Instagram. So, um, so but yeah, congratulations! They're a great family. Uh, I love them lots. They they have nothing but good things. And if you get a chance, we'll give a little plug to their company, Oxbow Landscaping. Uh, Chuck and and Hillary both run it, and they're awesome to work with on anything. If you want uh, good stuff, go to them. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, the second thing we wanted to kind of quick just throw a teaser out that we will be launching a new product here coming on September 14th. It is to be announced of what it will be. But it's going to be something that's really going to help uh, you as a player or a coach uh, grow your game, get better, and uh, be at low cost for you. So want to make sure you're listening to that. Check us out on the podcast. Check us out on Instagram. And Twitter, 
and you can follow us there and see all the, the info on that. Uh, before we go, John, uh, any last words for the people, uh, you know, messages about this week or fun things to do on Labor Day or whatever? Uh, we could plug plug the fall season here at 101. Uh, we're actively recruiting all for all teams, all ages, boys and girls. Uh, check out our website, 101lax.com for more info. Uh, got an awesome fall plan um, planned out, throwing some new stuff. Redoing some old stuff. Got some tournaments planned. Um, it's going to be a good time. Fall season's your longest season. Um, and especially with all these new um, restrictions, not a lot of sports are competing right now, especially at the high school level. This is a perfect chance to get out there, stay in shape, work your game, get some good coaching. Um, and we're looking for the best in Sonoma, Napa, Marin to come out, play for 101 this year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And don't forget, information night for boys is going to be on August 31st. It'll be Zoom session and we'll record it so you can check it out, give you all the info you need on what 101 is all about and our processes. Uh, other than that, make sure you give us a follow on social media at 101 Lacrosse on Twitter and Facebook and at 101 underscore LAX on Instagram. Until next week, I'm Ponchito Ojeda. See ya. See ya.